Welcome back to the It Happens Here podcast. I am Kara the Huntress-Smith. I work for Deliver Fund, a nonprofit private intelligence organization that combats human trafficking. This podcast and all podcasts are brought to you by Deliver Fund. So if you'd like to support the podcast and the fight against human trafficking, please go to deliverfund.org. Um, as always, unless I mention it, Deliver Fund's not necessarily involved in the article that I am breaking down for you today. And uh, today I have something a little bit different uh, out of Denton, Texas. So Oxygen.com, the true crime capital of the television world, Put this article together on August 15th, 2022. The headline reads, convicted sex offender may have chugged poison as his guilty verdict was read. Witnesses in the courtroom said Edward LeClaire, who had stood trial on child sexual assault charges, chugged a bottle of what appeared to be cloudy water right after a jury found him guilty. A Texas man is suspected of possibly killing himself upon hearing the jury return a guilty verdict against him in the sexual abuse trial. Edward LeClaire, 57, was charged with five counts of sexual assault against a child stemming from one or more incidences against a single victim back in 2016, according to the Denton Record Chronicle. On Thursday, following a four-day trial, the Denton County jury found LeClaire guilty on all accounts. Then, LeClaire took a prolonged drink from a large bottle that appeared to be filled with cloudy water. For first, Assistant Criminal District Attorney Jamie Beck said everything seemed routine until LeClaire drank the liquid as the judge read the verdict out loud, according to ABC Dallas affiliate WFAA. It's during this process that he had a bottle of water with him at the council table and he chugged it, Beck stated. It wasn't like he was just taking sips of water. He was literally throwing it back, so to speak. Judge Lee Gabriel, filling in for 16th District Court Judge Sherry Shipman, ordered bailiffs to take the defendant back to the holding cell, which he reportedly is adjacent to the courtroom, according to the Chronicle. The jury had been excused and parties were expected to discuss scheduling around LeClaire's sentencing hearing when a bailiff was notified that something was wrong with LeClaire. LeClaire's Dallas-based defense attorney, Mike Howard, told CNN that LeClaire started vomiting before he lost consciousness in his holding cell. I saw him being taken out, of, out on a gurney, Howard told the Chronicle. His color and pallor didn't look good. Gray. And then he was taken to the hospital. He was very much dying or dead, said Denton attorney, Denton District Attorney Jamie Beck. Once the ambulance came, they weren't in a hurry. He was gray. Responders taking their time during such a medical emergency might be necessary to save a patient's life, Denton Fire Department Battalion Chief David Boots told the outlet. We have protocols that we follow to give our patients the best chance of survival, said Boots. What may seem like a lack of haste may actually be deliberate steps being taken in a protocol to increase survivability. Despite life-saving measures, LeClaire was pronounced dead at an area hospital, according to Fox Dallas affiliate KDFW. Beck said she'd seen her fair share of defendants' reactions to guilty verdicts in the past, but that even this was a first for her. We have had people who faint, have heart attacks, 
And we've had a shooting, Beck stated, but never in my 27 years have we had something like this happen. Specifics around the crimes of which LeClaire was convicted were slim, though his victim reportedly traveled by airplane to testify against him. Edward LeClaire's cause of man cause and manner of death are pending following a postpartum examination with the Tarrant County Medical Examiner Office, according to CNN. So this isn't necessarily a human trafficking story, or maybe it was. There's hardly any facts on the case, but <laughs> this guy got found guilty and he took the coward's way out, which you find with most men who sexually assault children or purchase children or whatever it may be. Um, they're snaky, they lie, they know it's wrong. And uh, this guy in another article that's attached and linked in this article that I was reading is he, this guy was a corporate recruiter is what his job was. Um, I mean, it falls with under the realm of child crimes, which falls under the jurisdictions that also cover trafficking of children and everything like that. And not to mention any time a child is sexually abused or assaulted, it is setting them up for further exploitation down the road because they have been groomed, they have been damaged, and they've been made extremely vulnerable. So this guy killed himself with poison. That couldn't have been comfortable. Oh, too sad. And I just wanted to kind of highlight the other predators that I've come across working cases with law enforcement um, and with operations, um, mainly operations, which are lure operations, which is when it's the same as almost a prostitution st sting, but the, the, the prostitute, I'm air quoting here, is not actually being published as a over the age 18 willing girl. They end up being published and communicating and it's showing them that they're minors because we've talked about this many times before, a large majority of children that are sex trafficked in the United States are being sold side by side on illicit online ads. The guys that respond to these ads, a lot of them, when they are going back and forth, they find out that that potential prostitute is what they think is a minor, they drop off. They're like, oh, heck no, I'm not even touching that. But there's a subset that these there's men that want a minor. They want children, they want teenagers. And it's disgusting. And once they come in during the operation, <coughs> the things that they say are the most cowardly things on the face of the earth. They're cowards. They don't have really any explanation for it. All of the information is there. All of the evidence is there. Uh, and mind you, law enforcement are the only ones that can conduct these type of lure operations. Civilians cannot. But Deliver Fund, we assist them with analytical processes, logistics, officer safety, and all that stuff. But <clears throat> they're the only ones can do it, not a civilian, because the information going back and forth can't be taken into evidence properly to put that person behind bars. So if there are groups out there that are doing those lure ops and things, and they're not actually working directly with law enforcement. Um, and they say they're the ones that are doing that. Uh, all they are doing is exposing these guys and making it easier for them to get away with it down the road. Anyway, back to the coward issue here. Uh, some of the things that I have heard 
from these guys that, um, you know, they've previously harassed or previously purchased or were about to purchase what they thought were minors. Um, the excuses are just absolutely amazing. Uh, some of them is, uh, this is the first time I've ever done this, I swear. I've never done this before. I don't know what you're talking about. That wasn't me. I didn't, I didn't do that. Your electronics say otherwise, bro. Yeah. Um, ooh, another good one. I was trying to rescue her. I was going to rescue her and get her out of that situation. Then when did you kind of like messaged her something different than the services you wanted her to do to you? Just a thought. Um, and I think the one that takes the case, it was an operation that I was on several years back. And this guy was like in his 60s. And uh, this is kind of explicit. So I don't know why you would have children listening to my podcast. But if you do, please stop or whatever. Pause later time. But this guy was like, his defense was, my wife has cancer and she's really dry down there. That was this guy's defense on why he was buying children, right? And then he started to try to like plea and say, I know other minors that are around town that are in trouble. And it's like, how many minors have you bought off the internet, dude? Like absolutely disgusting. Like, I think that guy even ended up cracking like a cold case of a murder. And that's all I ever heard of it. Like they actually ended up going in like, investigating a cold case of a girl that had been missing for like two years but he knew her name and apparently he led them to where she may have been so either the guy like just knew or he was the one who killed her who knows I have no idea still shook by what his pathetic excuse was uh like you think about it you see these guys that are predators that want to buy children that share child exploitive materials not only are they cowards, but they they fully deny that they're in the wrong. Like, and there's no reforming these guys either. Like my favorite, my favorite line from one of my favorite um, agents who's worked dozens and dozens of these cases. And he's always like, pedo's gonna pedo. Like once you catch them once, they will do it again. If you don't catch them, they're gonna continue to do it. If you catch them and you let them go, they're going to do it again and again and again. There's no reforming them. It's like you can't have the mindset that one, it's okay to be attracted to children. And two, that the people that are attracted to children can be reformed from it. That's not necessarily a personal opinion. There are articles out there. There are psychology reports out there that these people have something misfiring in their brain. So yeah, and they're cowards, just like this guy who decided to drink a bunch of poison. I so wish I could have seen that. I really wish that would have been on camera because there's nothing more satisfying than seeing an oxygen waster no longer waste oxygen. Um, yeah, I don't know who his victim was. I don't know if his victim was male or female. They kept it really sealed up, which is good. Um, I don't know it how they felt about that happening. I hope they feel like they got justice because he was charged and um, he's no longer walking this earth. So there's always that. 
All right, so human trafficking in the United States, it happens here. If you uh, enjoyed the information you got from this episode, please make sure you like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. And I will be back next week to bring you another episode. Have a good one.